On episode 163 of the Garden Basics with Farmer Fred podcast, we delved into seed starting tips, especially for those slow-to-germinate pepper seeds, and those can take up to three weeks to show their first true sets of leaves. Our favorite retired college horticulture professor, Debbie Flower, offered up several speedy seed germination tips, which actually could be applied to just about any seed that you're trying to coax to life. And according to Debbie, here's what you'll need for successful seed germination and growth. Small, clean containers with drain holes, a soilless seed starting mix, and in the podcast, we offer up several homemade recipes as well. Perhaps soaking those pepper seeds for about 10 minutes in a solution of hydrogen peroxide. Hmm. Also, you'll need bottom heat via a propagation mat, consistent moisture, You'll need light once the seedlings appear. You'll need air movement. And you'll want to transplant those seedlings into bigger containers once roots pop up out of the bottom. So go ahead and listen to episode 163 of the Garden Basics podcast for more details about all those tips or read the transcript. And I'm kind of fond of reading the transcript and let me tell you why. Debbie Flower is a horticultural treasure. I love her brain. One listen to what she has to say isn't enough. She's offering up so many great tips for gardeners in our scenic bypasses that it really pays to either listen a couple of times or read the entire transcript. I'm amazed at all I am learning from her, and I'm listening to what she has to say about four times. The original interview, a couple of editing sessions, and proofing the final product. And, of course, polishing up the transcript. By the way, if you're ever thinking of starting a podcast and you want to add transcripts, here's a word of warning. Digital robots that provide the original transcripts are notoriously inaccurate. Be prepared to spend at least an hour per 30 minutes of interviews to do the corrections. Translating from a transcription of the spoken word to a transcription intended for readers takes a little bit of work. And by the way, I'm convinced that World War III could start due to someone reading a raw transcript provided by a computer robot. There's that much misinformation included in the original file. In this special podcast for the Garden Basics newsletter, Beyond the Basics, I want to highlight five great garden tips offered by Debbie Flower from the original podcast. How soaking pepper seeds in hydrogen peroxide can speed up pepper seed germination time how seeds germinate, how to know when to transplant those seedlings into larger containers, the importance of air movement for the young seedlings, and why seedlings need a light period and a dark period each day. First up, why you might want to soak those pepper seeds in hydrogen peroxide, and how the heck does that seed germinate anyway? Debbie explains. Now, one thing we didn't discuss was goosing that little seed. Peppers, like we oh, said, yeah, 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 take yeah, a yeah, long yeah. time to germinate, yeah. uh, and it can be frustrating. You want I taught students how to do this stuff, and you want them to be successful. You want them to see the baby plant as soon as possible. One thing that uh, we did, I read it somewhere, and we tried it, and it did help, is soak the seeds in hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide's chemical makeup is H2O2, so it's additional oxygen to water so it's got more oxygen and that for some reason seems to help the seed germinate in order for a seed to germinate it has to absorb moisture 
There's a full-sized baby plant in there and a source of food for that baby plant inside the seed. And so that absorbed moisture activates chemicals, which cause the cells to start to expand. Uh, the first thing that will come out of a seed is a root. And then after that, the uh, cotyledons, which are the source of food, and the full baby plant will expand. But for peppers, it just takes a long time, but soaking them in hydrogen peroxide helps. So then you say, well, how long? If you check the references, they vary from seconds to a half hour. Uh, when we did it at, when I was teaching, we did it for 10 minutes. I can remember the students walking around with their little plastic cup of pepper seeds, watching the clock and talking to each other, uh, which was fine. It, it varies. I've also seen it recommended for chili pepper seeds, which are pepper seeds. Same thing, the, the amount of time uh, varies depending on what reference you look at. But it's worth a try. You could do an experiment. Plant some seeds without soaking, some seeds with soaking. Make sure you put that on the label and then see who comes up first. Next up, Debbie explains why you don't need to fertilize that seed and also why it's very important not to plant that seed too deeply into the soil. So we should point out that uh, at this point in their life, they don't need extra fertilization. Correct. They don't. They, they have those cotyledons, and that's specifically to feed the baby plant. Once they're up out of the ground, it's a different story. But just to get them to germinate, they've got all the food they need. The other thing, though, to consider is don't plant them too deeply. They are living off of that cotyledon food from the time they get wet until they emerge and get sunlight. If they run out of that cotyledon food, before they make it up to the surface and out into the sun, they're dead. So if you plant the seedling too deep, it will die before it makes it to the surface. It'll germinate, but it'll die before it makes it to the surface. So we were talking about using vermiculite on, on the surface and, and not putting the seed in very deeply. That may be a choice that is beneficial for getting those peppers up. And again, the process was place the seeds on top of that moistened soil mix in the container, bang the container once <laughs> on the uh, tabletop and then sprinkle on like an eighth of an inch or so of, of vermiculite, vermiculite and then water very gently. So you've got these little seedlings, they're popping up, they're growing in these itty bitty containers. How do you know when to transplant those seedlings into larger containers? Debbie Flower offers up a couple of great tips to help you determine that. And there are some kits you can buy that have everything you need all in one fell swoop. You've got the dome, you've got the cells, you've got the tray, and you've got the heated mat below. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, that's a great way to get started. It is. How it long is. can they stay in those little cells, though? Well, I'm trying to think. From germination, it might be a week or two. Depends on what you're growing. Depends on how big it is. If it's a bean seed, <laughs> you got to get it out of there really fast. Yeah. Uh, you'll start seeing roots coming out the bottom of the the cells mm -hmm. and that's definitely a time to take them out the long, they're small yes they're small and when you have to increase your frequency in watering you know you've got a lot of roots in there so those are the two clues mm. okay you're right and that's the other thing too is uh, they may not need water every day but you should check it every day absolutely and some cells may be more prone to drying out than others yes yeah, sometimes the edges dry out first especially if the dome is older and i do use them for more than one year and it doesn't quite fit right or uh, part of it, it I, I try to always <laughs> put too many pots on the, the heat pad and so some of them are getting more heat than others and so they're drying out sooner so they're or they're getting sun if they're in the greenhouse some parts of the container 
are getting sun, more sun than others. There are a variety of things that will cause different sections to dry out first. So yes, check them and periodically pick up the insert and check for roots coming out the bottom. And you want those seedlings to be strong, right? You want strong plants. Well, one good way to ensure that you're going to get stronger plants is to provide some air movement around those seedlings. How best to do that? Debbie Flower has the answer. The other thing that I would recommend that you have for seed starting is wind, a fan. So because you want the stem of the plant to be strong, and in order for the stem to be strong, it has to move. It has to develop what's called reaction wood. It's called that whether the plant is woody or not. And you want it to sway back and forth. The experiment was done on uh, plants on a bench by some graduate students, and they had to go into the greenhouse and shake the bench for 10 minutes a day. That's all it needed. That 10 minutes strengthened the stem. Uh, I use an oscillating fan, meaning one that goes back and forth, and I have it on a minimum of a half an hour so that all the plants that uh, it goes back and forth past will get their own 10 minutes of shaking, and that will strengthen the stem of the plant. Half hour once a day? Half hour once a day, yeah. All right. And once those seedlings are up, they're going to need extra light. But besides needing light... They need dark. It's something I didn't realize, but Debbie explains why. Anything else? Um, the only other thing I could think of is people will say, how long do I leave the lights on once the plant is up out of the ground? It's anywhere from 8 to 12 hours. Is that all? A day. Mm -hmm. uh, would you do it during the day or at night? During the day. Plants need night. Oh, they do need... Yes, they do other time. things at night. They, they, during the day, they're doing photosynthesis and they're respiring, which is the opposite of photosynthesis. Photosynthesis is making food, respiring is taking that food, breaking it down to make new cells or fix damage or whatever the plant needs. If they never get nighttime, they can't do that and they'll burn themselves out. Thanks for listening to this special newsletter podcast of Beyond Basics from the Garden Basics with Farmer Fred podcast. I appreciate it. And I hope you'll tell your friends about the podcast and the newsletter. Maybe pass this edition of the newsletter on to your gardening friends. Thanks so much.